Okay, today's daf is Yuma daf Chavches. We're at the Mishnah, about ten lines from the bottom. Chavches Amad Aleph, the new parak, the third parak of Nesachtus Yuma. So, one of the, you know, distractions we had, so to say, or the digressions was, let's talk about the Tamit Shachar. Let's describe the Truma Sadeshen. And before we get into that Vaidivim Kippur, we have to figure out what exactly went on in the base of Midrash. So the Mishnah somewhat continues this. Although the main focus is going to be Yom Kippur, this parak, we're still going to see some overlap between what happened on a regular day and what happened on Yom Kippur. So Amalem Hamamuna. So the Skana Kahanim, he was in charge. You would call him. He's like the, the, the director of operations. He would tell the Kahanim in the morning, you know, go up on either the wall or on, on top of a roof. Go see him. Higiyazman Hashchita. If the time for the Shechita of the Tumit has arrived, the Torah says Babaiker. It has to be in the morning. So go see. Is it already morning or is it still? Uh, still night. If you saw that the, the looker, if he sees that it's already sunny outside or there is some type of uh, light, he says, it's lit up. He asked that the uh, conversation was like this. They asked him, did the did the uh, the eastern Side of the sky, did that light up all the way until Chevron? And he would respond, Hain, yes. So we'll see in the Gemara what this means, who's asking who, what vantage point are we looking from. We'll see that in the Gemara. But the Gemara asks, the Mishnah asks, sorry, the Mishnah asks, why was it necessary for someone to go up on a roof and see if it, is, if it already is morning? So the Mishnah says like this, Shepamachas. <laughs> One time the moonlight was shining. Vidimu, and they assumed Sheheir Mizrach that it was already the east the eastern sky was already lit up from the sun. And you know, full start. We said yesterday, there's no takana. If you messed up on the Tamid, there's no takana and you have to burn it. So the Mishnah continues the last few lines of the Mishnah. After they found out that it's already time to shech the Karim Pesach, mm. now they brought the Kain Gadol to go toivol before he would shech the Tamid. So back to Yom Kippur now. Every avoid was done by the, by the Kain Gadol on Yom Kippur. So let him go to the mikvah. Ze haklal This was the rule in the base of mikdash. Kol ha-mesach es Anybody that went to the bathroom, he went gedolim ton tevila. He needs to tevil. V'chol ha-meitamayim. If he just uh, went meiraglayim, ton kiddush yadayim v'raglayim. All he has to do is wash his hands and feet from the kiyor, but he does not need to go tevil. So the Mishnah jumped into the earliest time for shechting the tamid and some, something to do with some light being seen in the eastern sky. We had a few different versions of what was said. Heir Kopnei HaMizrach, Atsheh B'chevroin. So we'll see in the Gemara when exactly this time was. So Chav Ches Amit Beis. Tanya. Rabbi Shmuel Oimer. Rabbi Shmuel said that the looker would say, Barak Barkai. It's really light outside. Rabbi Kiva Omar, he would say, Allah Barkai. The, the light, meaning the sun, has already, uh, or, or probably the light, is already in the sky, so, you, so this, it's really light. You have to be looking towards Hebron and say, oh, even in Hebron, it's already lit up. 
or towards Hebron. Masya ben Shmuel, Aimer Hamamun ala Payasais, Aimer. That the, so sorry, sorry. Masya ben Shmuel, Hamamun ala Payasais, Aimer, he said that what they had to say was, Heir Pnei Kola Mizrach at Shebechevron. That they had to actually say that at Shebechevron, all the way from the east, all the way until Chevron, it's lit up. They also have to add this, this next detail. Not only is it light, everyone's going to work. So it was, it was already day. So the Gemara says, hold on a second. If everybody's going to work, that sounds like 9 o'clock in the morning. It's too light. That's this money going to bring the Tamar Shachar. It's already 9 o'clock. So the Gemara says, Those that needed to go, started looking. Those that needed to go hire people, they already started looking, searching the streets, searching the corners. So it's not yet that everyone found work and went to work. It's that those that were looking to hire that day, they're already roaming the streets. This guy, Hamamunal Payasas, he was. That like, was his name. Yeah. Because he was like in the business. I, I would assume so, yeah. Like, why would I, uh, I don't know. That's what he had to say. Why do you argue with him? <laughs> I don't know. Good question. It seems like he was, he was there, right? Okay. Next. Amar of Safra, Tzloise de Avram, which we would assume means Shachras, but it means Mincha, Taisvis and Brachis. That's not Chavav, where the Gemara there tells us that Avram was Misak in Shachris, Yitzchak Mincha, Yaakov was Misak in Marev. Taisvis brings a right from this hour Gemara that Avram Avinu also died in Shachris. He also died in Shachris, and it's called Tzloise de Avram. So the Gemara asks like this Amar of Safra, Tzloise de Avram, the Tfila of Mincha. That's when one wall already has a shadow, which means when you have two walls on a building, right? Imagine the base of Eidash, there was no roof. So at midday, there's no shadow on the wall because the sun is directly overhead. It's not perfect science, but let's assume the sun is directly overhead. It's close. However, once you get towards the afternoon, it's already, already heading west. So you're going to have the sun hitting the western wall of the base of Medesh and casting a shadow, a small shadow, on the eastern wall. Very simple. So, that's when you know it's ready in the afternoon. We would call it around Mincha Gedolah time, probably about a half hour after Chatzais. So that's when you could start davening Mincha. What, you're telling us that we should do like Avram Avinu? Avram Avinu was on a very high level. Who says we have to dive mincha right away? So the Tana learned that from Avram, we shouldn't learn now from it? What are you talking about? The Tana learned from the It says, by Really, you the whole entire eighth day to do right? Seven o'clock in the morning, your classic bris is as early as possible. So we do learn out from the Avram Avinu's practice. So the same way Dava Mincha at this time, we should also Dava Mincha at this time. So the Gemara says it's not what Rav Yosef was bothered by. Ella Amar Rava. Rav Yosef his problem was the following. We learned in a mission, we had this a few, a few months ago, so we had to figure out when do you shek the carbon tamid in the afternoon? It was brought after. I'm sorry. When you shut the Karim Pesach, Erev Pesach, so it was brought after the Tamir Shabin Arbayim. The question is how early you want to make it as early as possible to give us the maximum amount of time, the, the biggest window to shut the Karim Pesach. Shabbos. If Erev Pesach fell out on Erev Shabbos, so when would you shut the Karim Pesach? Nishchat 
Bishesh, I'm sorry, Arab Pesach fell out on Arab Shabbos, on a Friday. So now I'm concerned because I want to make sure everybody gets home before Shabbos. You can't, uh, you, can't you can't be shachting still when Shabbos comes. So Nishchat Bishesh Umechza, Vikarev Bishevo Umechza. So the halacha was, you shacht at the earliest time, which is six and a half hours into the day, we'll call it 12.30, and it was brought an hour later. So hold on a second. If we learn from Avram Avinu that it's as soon as it already starts going towards the west, 12.01 should be the Zman of Mincha, and 12.01 should be the Zman, the earliest time you can shach the current Pesach. Why are we waiting until 12.30? Why don't they shach it as soon as the slightest shadow appears on the opposite wall? So Gemara says, Gemara has a few Terutzim here. Now, if you want to work backwards, we know if you look at your calendar, we don't daven mincha until mincha gedayla, which is a half hour after chatzais. Why? Why don't we daven the first minute after chatzais? So it's really based on this gemara. So, and the gemara brachas. So the gemara says, "My kusha, Maybe it took a half hour for the shadow to appear from the western wall, casting a shadow onto the eastern. Maybe it took a half hour. Not 12.01 or 12.30, that's when he started seeing a shadow. Why? Because the walls weren't one thick mass. It was a taper towards the top. And therefore, the, it, therefore, therefore it, the top is further away from the opposite wall. So when the sun's hitting it, it's going to cast a shadow maybe on the floor. It's not going to cast a shadow on the wall until a half hour later. Okay. That's Teretz number one. Really, we're going with what the basic Midrash just so it's 1230. Inami, Avram Avinu was a Zakin, he was a Tamachacham, and he was Vyoshi Vyeshiva. He was a tremendous Tamachacham, and he would never make a mistake. By the way, that's why we don't have Mincha until after Mincha Gedayla, because of the concern one would make a mistake. Most places can hold, that means even with the Yavid, you dive in at 1215, you're not Yoitz until, not at 12 whatever. Today, you dive in before probably 140, 145, it's probably Mincha Gedayla. You dive in any time before, you're not Yoitz and Mincha, because they were misaking that they were concerned people would make a mistake. But Avram was not going to make a mistake, and therefore, he daven earlier, but we, everyone else, we should start a little later, 1230. It's the famous Gemara. From the days of our fathers, like Parsha Yeshiva, man, they never separated from Yeshiva. Always, there was always Yeshiva going on. There's a concept of sitting Zakin Vyoshev Vyeshiva sitting in Yeshiva. Eliezer Avid Avram, Zakin Vyoshev Yeshiva, Shnemar Yoimer Avram, Avid Zikan basis. Again, you see the, the theme of Zikan, which means Zekan uh, Chachma. So that person, that, that, that term, implies that there was yeshiva going on. So you have Mitzrayim, Avram, Yavim, Yitzhak, even Eliezer had a yeshiva. So the Yemar Avram al-Abdo is the kind of Beisai, Hamayshe B'cholashla, he was the ruler of all that was Avram's. Amr Abelazar, what is Avram Avinu's possessions? His Torah. Shemaisha Bataras Rabbi, he had like the rights, the exclusive rights to Avram Avinu's Torah. He was able to print the Svarim, to write the, to say over the Shiurim. He was the, the Moshe Bataris Rabbi, as as another Trasha, who Damasik Eliezer, Am Rabbi Lazar, she doyle umash kmi terasa she Rabbi lachirim. He's the one that is doyle. He you know he took and he fed, he gave to drink the Torah of 
his rabbi Laacherim. There's a there's a sefer called Doyle Umashka. One of the one of Reb Chaim Kanievsky's Talmidim wrote the sefer. It's, it's a funny sefer. He has like a million shilos, and then Reb Chaim Kanievsky says like Hain or Lav at the end. I don't know. I don't know what the point of the sefer is. But it's called Doyle Umashka. So maybe it comes from this Gemara. Amarav Kim Avram Avinu Kol Tarakula. Avram Avinu was Mekayim Kol Tarakula. Shenemar as the pasuk says, Ekev Asher Shama Avram Bekoili. And the pasuk continues, "Ve'yishma mishmarti mitzvah yisai chukoisiv v'sarasa." So Avraham Avinu kept the Torah. Amalei Rav Shimu, Shimi Barchi the Rav, Eimah Shev Mitzvahs. Maybe only kept Shev Mitzvahs in Noach. Who said he kept Kol Tarakula? Stigma Marsu Wahayekanami Mila. There's no commandment. It's not one of the seven Mitzvahs in Noach. And Avraham Avinu kept Mila. So the Gemara says, okay, the Eimah Shev Mitzvahs Umila. Maybe he kept eight Mitzvahs: the Shev Mitzvahs in Noach and Mila. So I'm Cain, what does mitzvah say, the Sarah say, lovely? What does that mean? It must be he's talking about Tariag mitzvahs. And therefore, we see, see from here that Ramavino kept Tariag mitzvahs. And you have a lot of Lumdisha questions. People ask some people, like, there's a style in Chumash here to figure out how they kept everything, you know, matzah and pesach, a lot of interesting questions. Uh, there's, there's a safer by the, uh, the, the Mishnah Lamelech has a safer called the Parshas Tarachim. He has a whole piece on this. Did the Avos keep the Torah? How do they marry sisters? All these types of questions. Even Erev Tavshilon was kept by Avram Avinu, which we know is only a Takana de Rabbanon. Shinema, as the Pasuk says, Torah say, Achaz Torah Shebechsav, Vachaz Torah Shebapan. It seems like even the Rabbanons were kept by Avram Avinu. Okay, so going back to our Gemara, just by the way, just to sum it up, the question was regarding Mincha, why? Why did they not bring the Thomas Shal Ben Arbaim already at 12.01? So we have three Terutzim. A was this uh, sort of practical thing that the sun did not cast a shadow until 12.30 based on the walls. Number two, Avon was an uh, expert in, uh, he, was, he was a Zakin. Or, do we see the third one? That he was, uh, he was, oh, I'm, I might have skipped it. It's Dagninus Kedola Haisa Beliba. He was a, uh, he, was, he knew the astronomy, and therefore he was able to tell when exactly what was meant. Again, they didn't have watches, they didn't have clocks, so he knew exactly when it would be. Okay, going back to our Mishnah. So the Mishnah started off that they had to figure out when the Zman of the Tamat Shashachar would be. And the simplest way to be is to look at the horizon. However, you're surrounded by walls, you're in the base of Megdash, so you put someone on this perch, on a roof, or on, the, on one of the top of the walls, and he would be the looker. He has his binoculars. He's making sure he's going to tell you when exactly is going to be the earliest time for the Tamet Shoshachar. So the Mishnah began that the conversation was did it light up? And he would say yes. Bakai? Good. Then Masya ben Shmuel said that they had to ask him Heir Pnei Kola Mizrach at So Masya ben Shmuel Eimer that he had to say, and he would say yes. So the question is, who is he? Man Omar Hain, who said yes? The one on top of the roof. So that, that sounds like he asked himself the question, he responded. He has a dream and he ex- interprets his own dream. He's, he's talking to himself. The one who's standing on the ground, he's the one that said yes. The Marcia doesn't help us. I mean, no, yeah, but how did he know? You see, he was blocked by he was blocked by a wall. He didn't see anything. So the Marcia says, Either one can make sense, and I'll explain it to you. The one who was on the roof said yes. So let's see the full conversation. Amar Iu, the one standing on the roof, told the fellow standing on the floor. He said like this, Hey, 
Pnei Kol HaMizrach. He, uh, that the, he said that the, the eastern sky is lit up. And the fellow who's standing on the ground said, All the way until And the fellow on the roof said, Hey, yes. So that's version number one of the conversation. I could say it the other way. We're talking about the fellow standing on the ground. He tells the guy standing on the roof, Hey, you're Israel. Did uh, the whole eastern sky light up? He said, yeah, not only that, even up until Chavron. Ramalei said, hein, which means good, thank you, that's all we need. Job is done. So either way, you could have this conversation starting from the guy on the roof, or the guy on the floor, either way it fits. So Iboy Sima, both ways. Then the Mishnah said, Why do we need this? Why was the whole checking out the time? So we said, because if you shecht it too early, it would be, it would have to go to Sreifa. Now, why would they shech too early? How could they mess up on light? So there was once, one time that uh, they thought the moonlight was the sunlight. So the Gemara says, really? I mean, Mechalif? How could that be confused? But Tanya, we looked in a price here. I mean, I don't know the English term for it, the... Um, the rising and the spreading of, this, of the moon is a different light than that of the sun. Why? Well, because Timur Shalavana Mitamar it goes up like a straight line. It doesn't spread. But Timur the sunlight spreads all over the place. And therefore, how could you confuse each other? So, that day must have been a cloudy day. And because it's cloudy, the moonlight is also spread out, and the moonlight gets spread out in different directions, I guess, breaking through the clouds at different points. You see from there, another interesting uh, phenomenon, on a cloudy day, that the sun will hit places that it wouldn't typically hit during, the, during a sunny day. Why? Because, interesting, that the, uh, the science aside, the, according to the Gemara, the clouds would cover, uh, blocking the sun. The sun is trying to escape from these clouds, and it keeps puncturing holes in different parts, so you feel the heat. Scattered. Scattered. Okay. Off the water. What is it? Off the water. Off the water. Okay. So the says, who cares? So the Gemara says, a practical thing and a halachic thing. Practical thing is, if you want to dry out your your clothing, your, your leather. So on a cloudy day, wherever you put it, it's going to dry. When it comes to Pesach, we have what we call Mayim Shalanu. So part of the reason why we have water that's drawn and, and kept uh, overnight is because they don't want it to get heated up. So you cannot need dough, not in the sun, not in water that was heated by the sun. So on a cloudy day, you can't do it anywhere because maybe the sun's going to come out from anywhere in these clouds. Um, Rav Nachman Zuma the Shimsha, that the heat of the sun on a cloudy day, Kashi Mishimsha, is is uh, more is more potent than the standard sun on a regular day. The Simanach Dana the Chala, you have a barrel of vinegar, Shavrire. Uh, I'm sorry, so he doesn't explain it, but the, if you have a um, Dana the Chala, so Rashi explains. Let's say you have a sealed container of vinegar. And it's, it's a very strong acetic vinegar. However, there's a little hole in it. So that little hole is going to have, give off a very strong aroma because 
there's this pressure of the vinegar trying to leave, escape that hole. So you have a similar thing when you have a cloudy sun, when you have a cloudy day. Shavriri de Shimsha, the sun that comes through the cracks in the clouds, Kashum is is uh, don't stare at it, it's worse than staring at a blue sky that has, that has the sun. The Simanach, and the uh, way to remember this Dilfa is a leak that that uh, that somehow is stronger than if a than if a person gets himself totally wet. If you look at uh, Rash, Rash says, The pressure that you feel when you get the, the hard raindrops, as opposed to going into a bath, going into a pool, you don't feel anything, you just go into a pool. But that hard one drop at a time, you feel it. So similarly, that little sun that peeks through the clouds, you're going to feel it stronger than a, um, a regular sunny day. Okay. So on the same theme, that counterintuitive, you would think, you know, one is worse than the other. So, I wouldn't say worse, but it's It's more difficult for the body, as Rashi explains, more than the Avera itself. Simanich had to remember the smell of the meat. It could, it could be more harmful when you can't eat it. You're tied for that than the actual meat itself. The sun at the end of the summer is uh, more damaging, could hurt your skin more than the rest of the summer. Simanich, Tanura Shigira, a cold oven. So at the end of the summer, that's when you really get your, your sunburns. Ishta de Sisva, a fever during the winter, Kashim is worse than the summer. Why? Because in the summer, your body is already heated up, so it's not that bad, but in the, in the winter, your body is cold, so the, the temperature from the fever is going to hurt you. The Simonet Tanura Kirira, a cold oven. So what was the other one? Tanura Shigira is a hot oven. I'm sorry. Migmar Ba'atikta, when you, uh, you learn things and that you already learned and you forgot, so kasha It's more difficult than things that you never learned before. Visimonech tina bartina, which means you had mud that was, uh, that, that, or, or cement that you already made once, so that is more difficult to reprocess than when you never had cement, when you're, when you're making cement for the first time, so it's much easier to process than a refurbished cement. It's interesting that Take a, take a sugi, you never learned, uh, I don't know, so now go learn it. Oh, it's new, it's interesting. But something you learned, maybe Hilchos Tefillin, Hilchos Tzitzis, now to start again, you already forgot it. Amr Rabbi Avo, my time with the Rebbe, the Chsiv Lamatzeach. So how does he know that, that the sun spreads here and there? The Chsiv Lamatzeach, Ala Yeles Hashachar, then it says Mizmer Ladavid. What's Ayeles Hashachar? Ma Ayelazu. This ayol, ayol is not a ram, it means a, a heart, it's a type of, a, from the deer family, karnel mafzilos, its horns spread out, lakan lakan af this son mafzil lakan lakan spread out from here to there. Amrav, zeir lo manimshla ester la why was Esther who said this tefila of ayol to shachar, keli keli lama zavtani, why was she compared to this ayol? Leimah lecha to tell you, ma'ayol rachamatzar, it's, its rech and its womb is narrow. The chaviva abayla kol shavisha kisharishen, as if it's a basula. So it's beloved on her husband kol shavisha. Every time they're together, as if it's the first time. Av Esther hoist chaviva lachashverish kol shavisha kisharishen. To him, it was his brand new wife. Amar Av Asi lam nimshla Esther lashachar. Why was she compared to the morning? Lam lecha mas shachar seif kol alayla. Same way, the morning is the end of the night. Av Esther seif kol anisim. That was the end of the open miracles. It's the end of Tanakh. I have Ika Hanukkah. Hanukkah was also an ace. We celebrate Hanukkah. Nitna Likasa coming. We're talking about Nisan miracles. Of course, miracles happen all the time. 
but those that were written in Tanakh. So honey, Chalamanda Amar is famous. Machlekes and Megillah Esther didn't only cause that they got permission from the Ashkenaz Idola to print the uh, Esther as part of as part of Tanakh. Alamandam Esla Nili Kasimaik Mamer. So the Gemara says, Mukim Lak Rabbi Binam by Yefes and Rabbalazar. The Amar Rabbi Nam by Yefes and Rabbalazar. Lamanim Shla Tfilas and Shat Tadikim Kayelis. Why was the Tfila, the prayers of Tadikim, compared to Ayal, compared to a compared to this uh, heart, this deer, as it grows, its, its horns, they spread out, and it, it multiplies, it, it gets additional parts of the horn, the more they dive in, their tefillah is heard. So, it's more like, so, Okay, so Mr. Hashem, we're going to get into the halachas of Tamat Shashachar tomorrow.